Welcome back to Dingoes and Dimwits. In our last episode, our adventurers found themselves in a humble little village named Group, where they offered their assistance to a young little boy who was needing their help in delivering a package to a nearby farm. They went on their way to the nearby farm, only to be greeted by a giant talking dog. That dog then convinced them to help out with a little problem that it had with its master's experiments. Off they went into the cornfield, only to find themselves in a situation that felt really eerie. So, they did what they naturally thought was the best approach to the situation, which was to hide. And in doing so, something weird happened. Let's go jump back into the weird and wonderful world of dingoes and dimwits. One stalk that's already in the ground uproot itself to like it has two legs and its stalk itself splits off two arms and it just looks around. And at that same moment, another one sprouts out a third one, and a fourth one. Interesting. Oh, shit. They're all looking at the bag of the illustrious minor illusion. And I want to say this, the minor illusion that you've made to cover um, up Boral has to be at least his height. So you've put like a six-foot bag of sugar. Oh, shit. <laughs> in, the, in the space that he's in, covering him up. I mean, up. am I not crouching down because of stealth? You, you could be crouched, but the illusion itself would still be whatever. Yeah, oh, the illusion true. is whatever at the point, so it doesn't necessarily affect it. Everyone, you can see out from in it and, and yeah. whatnot, but this this thing in this area kind of, you know, they they looking at it. I I quietly say, Gray, look, it's working. They are coming out. And Gray just just sniffs. <laughs> at that very same moment, um, something that looks very familiar to Navarth, um, out from the left side of the field, just you hear. <laughs> And just, you see, like, Navarth, you see Gray's ears just sharpen in, in that. And you see just slowly walking into the area, pecking at some of the sugar that was left on the far eastern side of this area on the ground. And you just hear in a low growl from Gray. Chicken. I tell Gray to calm down. We, we need to wait it out. Chicken. We at that moment, Gray just sprints full bore across the field in front of all of the the corn that are now just staring and freaking the fuck out. Uh, this chicken looks, sees Gray gunning straight for him, just turns around, puts its human arms up in the air, flailing around as it sprints off into the other sets of corn. And at that moment, you see the chicken disappear and Gray right after it. The corn that are in the area start looking around and very confused, they're very slowly backing together and grouping up into like a little cluster of an area. And they're starting to dig at the ground because they're very sus of something in the area. And it looks like they may be trying to reroute themselves to hide. What are you guys going to do? Can we trap them and stop them or just stop them? Uh, how would you do that? We have, do we have rope? You do have rope. You can definitely try and do that. Uh, Gray did say you can either capture or kill these things. Uh, so that's completely up to you. Um, I'm happy to capture them and find out what they are. Okay. You are quite a ways away from where they are. The corn don't seem to be completely aware that you guys are around. Although I don't know how they're not noticing in the distance, just Ugo just standing. Or even Flash, who's not that far away either. But you, you get the sense that... They, they, they're not very smart. Yeah. They're just digging slowly at the ground. They've seen a giant dog run past chasing a chicken with arms. I would like to yell out to Baral to tell him to quickly bound the four of them together with rope. 
You're going to yell that? Yep. Oh, roll initiative, oh, baby. Oh, break my stealth. Roll oh, initiative, baby. We could have had somebody that wasn't in stealth, like, step out and try and talk and then maybe see if I needed to move, you know? He's, he's made the action to do so, ladies and gentlemen. Please roll initiative. Uh, okay, I roll an eight, for fuck's sake. Okay, so Navarth is an eight. I rolled a seven. Okay, seven for Ugo. Ugo, you're doing great on these. I rolled a 17. 17? Woohoo! I rolled an 18. Oh, baby, an 18. All right, let me roll well, for the Looks point. like we're in the same fucking turn order. Once again, <laughs> last I am last. Ugo, Ugo, we suck at this. <laughs> I was going to say, last time, um, me and uh, Burrell rolled off eight times. Yeah, like eight yeah, times. Exactly. Fucking hell. I can't believe that happened. Right, I'm just rolling to the corner as we speak. Um, so, that's a 16 for one. That's a two. Lol. The second corn. That is a 13. And lucky last, big boy, give me something high. Um, that is a get fucked to everyone because that thing's going first. Um, that thing rolled a 20. <laughs> so at this current point in time, Boral, you are still stealth and hidden by an, uh, an image. Now I'm going to give you an advantage on what you will try to do in this situation if you wanted to try and sneak up or do anything. Because you are still hidden, I'm going to give you an, uh, uh, an opportunity to have an advantage in this situation, which means that your turn, this, this turn in particular, will go first but next turn, you will go in the normal order. Now, this is a house rule, but I'm doing oh, this yes, if yes. you have the situation where you can get the jump on them, you get an advantage on a turn. So, okay. Uh, question, who has rope? I have uh, 50 feet of rope, apparently. Yeah, Don't know where yeah. I'm keeping it. <laughs> uh, up, your, up, your butt. <laughs> yep. up your butt. Okay, so myself and Falas have rope. All right, I want to see if I can if I can make this turn useful. because mm-hmm. So you can travel 35 feet, Falas. I can travel 30. Do I want to fucking slice him or do I want to actually catch him? We we would only have to catch a one. Done. To be able to I hope you one know, of you can catch up with him. It. I don't know how fast they are, but I kind of want to just kill one. Okay. If you want to kill it, kill it. Question. Would he not be able- Would he have enough rope to be able to rope all four of them together? No, because it would require one action to attempt- to either throw a rope, uh, to fasten and throw it, um, mm-hmm. which I would make him roll for, or... Wait, could... I can grapple, though. Yes, you can grapple and try and tie the rope to them, which I would say would be uh, your action, your turn. Okay, uh, I move for turn. I break the illusion. Okay, so you break the illusion, you step forward completely past them. Now, this is turn order and combat, which means that if you get into a zone of combat, in front of an enemy and then leave that area, they get an attack of opportunity. You'd probably attack the front. You'd want to do the front too because otherwise you're going to get attacked twice trying to get to the back too. Oh, true. Oh, no, Trent, do the one under because otherwise you're going to be cutting off my my distance. No, nah, no, nah, ne- never mind anyway because I can just shoot them. It's fine. Yeah, I was going to say you're fucking ranged. What makes you think I'm going to listen to Navarth Elm? Oh, yeah, okay, shut up, Burrell. Just take your shot. It's good. You're going to miss anyway. I can pay for your family. <laughs> Holy you shit. destroyed my family. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, ah, double whammy. Um, initiate a grapple. All right, initiate a grapple. So grapples work in terms of the actions. So if you look at your actions or combat situations, yep, so yep. grappling pin, you can try yes. uh, use your action to try and pin a grapple creature by making another grapple check. If you succeed, you and the creature are both restrained until the grapple ends. 
in this circumstance because you're going to grapple and try and try up it with rope i'd say if you are successful then uh you will not be impeded it just means on your next turn you're gonna have to spend half your movement getting up after pinning it down yep yep so in this situation uh roll a grapple would be unarmed strike so just roll an unarmed strike 10 10 it's unfortunate you're going so essentially what happens is you walk up you go to grapple this thing you start grab a hold of it like it's leaves and stuff and you've got rope in hand at the same time as you do because you're not really it's a very thin right it's a tiny stalk of thing you're grappling at it but you just like unfortunately in turn just pull off like one of its leaves and you don't actually get a hold of it uh, unfortunately, because you've readied the situation of using a rope to try and attack these things, the only thing you can now do is pretty much just end your turn. Yeah, that's that's it. So that's that's um, your advantage turn. Ba-boom. Done. Next up is Corn 4. So this one is going to do something really stupid. It's going to move across here. It knows that Falas is here. What it's going to do is a lovely move that I call Toss the Corn. Essentially, the Cornstalk picks up one of its lifeless brethren uh, out of the ground and tosses it. It can do this with living brethren also. However, it will take equal amount of damage if successful in hitting the target. If unsuccessful, the lifeless brethren breaks, making the individual who threw it sad. If living, the brethren thrown and unsuccessful, that stalk then takes some damage. So mm-hmm. it's going to grab a corn stalk that's just in the ground, rip it out, pick it up like a spear, and it's going to toss it directly at you, um, Flash. So it rolled a three uh, plus two, so five. So, yep, it, it's going to throw a, a corn stalk at you. Um, as it does, it tosses it. Uh, it just lands full short, and it just, like, snaps and just crumbles into bits. And then so you just see the sad. one that threw it. <laughs> it just looks at its hand, like its leaves that it's using as hands, and just like puts it against its corn head, and just like shakes it. And it's very disappointed with itself that it's done that. Um, and that's its turn. Boral, your next turn because you obviously got the instigation on that. Um, I'm going to give you another attempt at trying to get past this situation. So, are you going to try and grapple this again, or are you going to yeah, attack? Yeah, we're, we're in a share to grapple. Oh, 19. Oh, 19, mate. So, yeah, essentially, after attempting to do it, you realize how, like, uh, sticky this thing is and flimsy. With that motion, you gra- grab the stalk straight on in the mi- middle of it. Its corn head looks down at you and, and looking directly into your eyes. You then rope it up, slam it to the ground, tie it up into a rope, and voila. That thing is tied up and doesn't appear to be moving. That is your turn. Yeah, this sweet, yeah. So next up, we have Falas. What are you going to do? One, a corn stalk just threw another corn stalk at you. Right. We've got, we've got one, so... So we've captured one. I'm going to walk up to there to... I'm going to attempt to grapple this one as well. Okay. You're going to use your rope as well to tie it? Yeah, I'll, I'll attempt that. Okay. All right, so you, you move up. Yeah, I'm going to attempt to grapple, so am I just rolling a d20? Roll an unarmed strike. Okay. 13 plus 2, 15. 15, 15's going to do it. So Hell that yeah. one, you do the exa- pretty much the exact same thing uh, in, in similar fashion. Um, not as finessed as Boral just did, but yeah. um, you, you tie it up, you slam it to the ground, and it's now tied on the ground. Again, like um, Boral, in your next turn, you'll have to expend half your movement just to get back up. 
Yep. Yep. Uh, Because you've pinned it to the ground. So you you do not have a proficiency in this, but you can still attempt to do this, um, which is perfectly fine. So that is that corn uh, now also pinned to the ground, and that is your turn. Next up in turn order is corn one. This one doesn't like that at all. Uh, It's going to walk over to the now kneeling um, brow and it's going to attack it. It's just going to do an attack called Stalk Slap, um, which the corn stalk reaches back and slaps the target. Uh, Let's roll a d20 and see what happens. It's it's just going to slap you with its leaves. It rolls a six. Um, your AC is definitely higher than six. Uh, it's 16, so... It, yeah, no, um, you, it swings at you and you just see it just like spin around in a circle. It missed by a mile. The wind of it just like, whoosh. So it, it's done that. that. That's its turn. Horn three, um, it's going to attempt to try and get out. It's the one that uh, Falas is uh, currently pinned. Um, it's going to attempt to try and get out of this. That is a nat one. It ain't going to it It wiggles and nothing else happens. <laughs> It just, you could imagine if this thing ha- had a face and none of these things have faces, like it, the corn at the top acts like a head. Um, if it had a face, it would be disappointed right now. It's just had, <laughs> actually, sorry, I stand corrected. That was four. One is the one that you've pinned. Um, next up is Navath. It is your go. What are you going to do? Okay. I am going to absolutely decimate this corn right here because, you know, I don't, I don't want it to it to exist anymore plus I don't really have any rope to grapple them with nor could I get that far so I pull out my soul string I would like to point out you shot an arrow before you did not say you picked it up so you are one arrow less at the moment that's right before we leave this area I'll pick up two arrows it's fine you say that you're gonna kill one in one shot I'm pulling out my soul string and I am shooting corn two so I roll for hit eleven you fire majestically as your arrow fires across. It lands about a foot short of the actual cornstalk. Bugger. <laughs> well, this is a mighty shame. This is, this is not very good. That is your turn. Uh, you can still move. Uh, that's your action. You can still move around in the area I if you like. I will move 35 feet that away. I will move to here. Okay. All right. Now it is Ugor's turn. Ugor, you are very far away from the action. Yes. Can, can I move diagonally or do I have to move square? You can move there? diagonally, but diagonally costs more. Ah, okay. So I have to move 30, so I have to move to there, won't I? Yes you, yes, you have to. You do. But you do have a javelin if you wanted to throw it at range. Uh, I don't really want to hurt it. Cool. Well, that's my turn. All right, that's Ugor's turn. And then we have the corn two, which is this one, which has been shot. Uh, at and it doesn't like that it's going to return fire to Navarth with uh, the good old lovely move toss the corn. Does he use a lifeless or does he use an alive brethren? Um, he uses a lifeless and he got a nat 20. Well fuck me. <laughs> Lol! So that double damage. Well how much am I hit for? So it, it basically picks up a corn stalk that's next to it and it chucks it square at your chest and makes a massive impact, doing five points of damage. Fuck, I know. You would have known you could get so fucked up by corn. <laughs> it's all those years of getting double corn on my burritos at Sambreros. 
it's the, the corn's having it's, 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 it's retribution. <laughs> it's coming back for you. All right, so you are now down, and I'm keeping track of everyone's health as well. I fucking hope I don't get bloody hit by another crit. <laughs> uh, mate, just... <laughs> I could fucking die to corn in now, the second to, to tell you the truth, it's it's it was a d4 damage, right, that it rolled, right? Yeah. And it rolled a one, and it rolled a four. So, because of the crit. If yeah. it had rolled two fours, that would have sucked. But, yeah, that would have been rough. That would be eight damage off of a corn getting yeeted at you. Oof. So that's its turn. Um, we return back to the top of the order, which is Corn 4, who is pinned uh, underneath Falas, who is now going to try and get free. That is a 15. So yes, at that point, it's going to wiggle out of your rope that you've pinned it down to. So it's no longer impaired, but it's going to expend uh, an action by doing that and also half of its movement to stand back up. So it's just standing up next to you. So that's its turn. Um, and now it's Brown's. So Brown, if you want to you stand back up. You bet your ass I'm beating this motherfucker up. Okay, so that's half your movement to stand back up. I'm, I don't move. I'm just swinging, guess, uh, swinging that corn next to me. Mate, roll some. All right, I'm going uh, to roll for first short sword. Yep. Uh, 15. Uh, 15 plus 3, 18. Ooh. That's going to hit. That's going to hit. Um, I hit them for four. Four damage, right? You just slashed into a stalk of corn, um, and like parts of it is just crumbled off it, uh, and it's just looking at you, just confused of why. Why have you done this? And now I roll for my second one, and that's seventeen. Seventeen. That's gonna hit again. Roll more damage. And swing for three. Three, right? That's gonna cut down. That thing is looking. If it had blood, bloodied. It's leaking corn juices everywhere. Leaking like white <laughs> liquid. Um, all right, so that's your turn. Um, you can, you still have half movement, but again, yeah, I have let it give advantage. So I'll, I'll stand, stand ground. Yep, no worries. Uh, next up is Flas. Flas, yeah. what are you gonna do? All right, well, this one escaped. Yep, it's um... now free. So you're gonna try and grapple it again. You, you can, you have the rope is on the ground. I would say you can expend half your movement to, with an action, try and regrapple it into the rope that is in the area if you want to try and do that again. I'm actually. Or you I can think, attack it. I think I'm going to go with Ray of Frost, but not on the closest one to me. I'm going to go for that one there. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So t- straight at um, Corn Two. All right. Roll. Roll your attack. That is a nine. All right. You fire your Ray of Frost, and it just whizzes past, freezing off like one of its leaves that then just falls straight to the ground. Oof. At least you froze a leaf. Mine fell fucking short. I could have at least hit a leaf, but you know, <laughs> DM doesn't fucking like me that much. Mine just falls hey, short. Mine hey, fucking fell short. Yeah, mate, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, <laughs> so that's your uh, action. You can still move, however. Uh, am I, am I on the ground from the grappling and or whatever? Uh, you you have half movement. You- oh, I was gonna just move. Like to where, like just down there to be in line, line with yeah, it, so, so it doesn't make too much movement. That's within the time, so you use your half movement to stand back up and use Ray of Frost, and then you've moved five yeah. feet, so that's perfectly fine. That is your turn. Now we are moving on to Corn One, um, which Corn One is not having a good time. It's still on the ground. It wants to get out of it. It doesn't like being here. It's gonna roll. It's getting a four. It's staying where it is. <laughs> <laughs> So, cool one's really not having a good day. It's not having a good time. <laughs> it's not having a good time. All right, from that, it then goes to Corn 3. Uh, Corn 3 um, would like to take take some time in, in, into consideration and just uh, 
try and slap morale again. Just for old time's sake. <laughs> it's done nothing with its life, and it's going to continue doing nothing with its life. Um, What's its roll? It, uh, it got a four. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's it's not having a good time. So, Clawn 3 is um, it's going to make a run for it. Um, it's now going to be Navar's turn. Yep. So I'm not overly impressed with what Corn 2 did. It's uh, definitely given me a bit of a chest ache, and yeah. uh, I decide to put Soul String away and get up and personal with my dual-wielding swords. Okay. And I am going to attack Corn number 2. Okay, so roll so your attack roll, with your proficiency. Roll short sword 1. Yep. And I get a fucking 9. Are you fucking right. kidding me, cunt? You, yes, swing and a miss. Big swing and a miss. Uh, bonus action doesn't give you a plus on it. So yep. uh, to do so your I second roll attack. My second. So. Yep. And so it'll be less I get four. a 23. Oh, no, that's actually a 19 because a bonus action doesn't get the plus 4. Okay. 19. All right. Pretty, pretty so, good. Pretty good. That's a hit for hit sure. Hit him with the damage. Hit him with the damage. Hit him with it. Hit him with it. All right. Did three damage then. You did three damage. So it, it doesn't like that. You've slapped it. Um, you've, you've cut into the... The corn itself it's sad why would you do that i fucking wonder why you piece of shit you fucking threw <laughs> a piece of lifeless corn at me and it fucking hurt my chest if it could shrug right now it would you know exactly what you fucking did to deserve this uh, it's now ugo's turn okay i'm actually um, quite surprised the nature dude is so angry at nature <laughs> <laughs> uh, i am gonna move to here and i'm going to uh unarm i'm basically gonna punch it <laughs> punch the one that's already di- down He's got a lot of strength, so like I won't, I won't d- doubt the strength of an unarmed <laughs> punch with plus five. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch it. An eight plus three is thirteen, which conveniently is enough to hit. See, so I'm gonna punch it on on the on the cob. <laughs> Toy and uh, <laughs> right, the cobber. Broken damage. Fucking <laughs> rolls a four. For you, it's just four damage. It's just okay. straight four damage. You just punch him square in the face. Um, how would you kill this corn? Well, I'm going to punch it in the cob. Yep. And uh, it's going to go flying across the field. The stalk and the stick are going to stay in place and the cob is going to go flying. Okay. Uh, are you going to right hook it or left hook it so it doesn't hit morale? Uh, <laughs> uppercut it. Uh, I'm going to uppercut it, yeah. Just uppercut Fuck it. yeah. Alright, bush, mate, you uppercut it and it just, like, as if it, um, you know the Rock'em Sock'em robots where, like, they punch <laughs> up and it would come up? It's head just pops off and it just goes flying in the air, lands about 10 feet to the, to the left of you and just the, like, the rest of its corn body just flops over dead. Brilliant. I love it. Fatality. You win. Corn 3 is, uh, dead. <sighs> so that's your turn, Ugor. Now on to Corn 2, um, Revenge of the Corn, um, against Navarth. Um, it's it's just seen what's happened to its brethren. It's not really happy. It's just been stabbed. It's going to try and slap Navarth because it's right in front of him. <laughs> oh, no. What have I done? And that's going to roll. Ooh. Ooh. It rolled a 12. Ooh. It's so oh, close. No. Not so enough. close. It's not it's enough. not enough. I'm it's just, just barely it. not enough. He slaps my chest where he had already thrown it at me, and it does nothing. Well, I'm going to say that all of the strength in the slap is kind of not there. It takes a swing, and it just, like, brushes across. If, like, someone just took a leaf and just brushed across your chest, like, a little bit aggressively, that's all it felt like. And it's just done that and just gone... Look, It's looked at its 
what it can only assume is its hands and just just shakes its head a little and just a leaf falls off and it looks shocked as the leaf falls off it it's very confused about what's happening can't work out how it went from a god to a pussy that's corn <laughs> two's turn back to the top of the round to corn four um it's gonna slap for lass it rolled a 15 so it's not enough it's not gonna hit you with its left leaf it's gonna swipe across and just brush it tickles your nose a little so on your next turn i'm gonna say that you sneeze at the beginning of your turn it's not gonna okay. do anything it's just yeah insert real sneeze here <laughs> insert a two um it's now Borel's turn so you have the grappled one on the ground Yep. Um, the other I've already one stood up. Yep, you've already stood up. So you have if your I full move. If I move past the grapple one, he doesn't have advantage, does he? No, he's on the ground, pinned. He can't do anything. Yep, double checking, double checking. Okay, I'm going to move next to the one next to Navas. <gasps> Quantu, oh no. Going to do some avenging for me there, Burrell. Beat his fucking ass <laughs> with a 20. Whoa, I found that that was a gnat. Uh, I wish it was a gnat. Mate, double hey. damage. All right, so roll your damage on it. And I hit him for seven. All right, um... That is going to be a seven on the damage that's already been dealt. Please tell me how you killed this corn. Oh, mate. Fucking straight up slice, cut halfway through the stalk, straight through the top of the corn cob, and he just peels in two. Oh, just mm. in. You cut up directly, Juicy. and as if like a Mortal Kombat thing, it just separates. Mm, it just like separates little goo in the middle of it, just With slap a... down to that. As it hits the floor. That's, um, that's it dead. For last, it is now your turn. Considering the other foes are vanquished and that one's grappled, I'm going to attempt to grapple this one because it's okay. at full health still. Has not been damaged, so roll a d20 and we'll, I'll roll say that you're the unarmed strike thing again. Yeah, unarmed strike. Yep. 20. As it's uh, recollected itself and you've recollected yourself, you, you've grabbed the rope back up underneath it, almost like, uh, you know, hog tying it. You've tied it to its legs, it's collapsed over and then just tied it around and re-tied the knot back on top of it. Uh, as your turn ends... It is now Kun One's turn, which is the one that's it's not having a good time. It's gonna roll again to trying to get out. You best believe that's a 17. That's it's gonna wiggle out of that rope. It's getting up. Full stalk, ready to go. So that's its turn. It's now Devath's turn. Now that this thing's out of its cage, I am going to fuck it up because I'm still feeling like I need to fuck up a corn. Because <laughs> I just don't feel like I've really done anything here. <laughs> So I'm going to attack this piece of shit corn that is just chilling. I attack it once for okay. 15. 15, it's enough to hit. So I roll your and damage. so I do four damage. All right, four damage. That's, yeah, it's owie. And then I roll my second, which I get a 12. 12 is not enough. Bugger. It's now got, it's just its right leaf arm. It's grabbing at the other one, moving its head around as if it, if it could scream, it would in pain. Just slightly distressed. It's very, very distressed. I mean, you've you've done four damage to it. Hurt, Owie. All right, so that's your turn. It's now Ugol. I'm going to move next to it like this. Yep. I'm going to punch it again. <laughs> I actually, I am going to punch it again. Oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> Boxer Ugol. Uh, rolled a one. So it's a nat one, but your proficiency makes you above that. Uh, as you punch, you stumble a little, uh, falling onto one knee. 
you yeah. now will have to spend half your movement getting you back could say up you tripped on, on the corner that he last punched <laughs> yeah on the, la- on la- the last the body of the last corner you've like stumbled you know and it's now back up to corn four um it's going to try and get out of the newly uh things area there that's a 19 it's gonna get back up it doesn't like being here you keep putting it in nobody puts baby corn on the corner uh in the corner no one likes baby corn in the corner so it's getting back up it's it's back on its legs um that's its turn it's back to brown all right i will say this as time goes on it does seem like the corn is going to continually try to fight to get out of the rope yeah i'm gonna keep trying i'm gonna grapple again well actually no you can't uh, you, you could actually, you could use the rope that's there, but your rope is back over with the other one. Yeah, I'll use the rope that's here. Yeah. So rope that's here, yep. So roll on an arm straight. 19. Uh, 19, that's going to do it. You've just repinned that fucking thing back down. It's, it's... It doesn't want to stay down. Too bad, it's going to stay down. That's your turn. For last, it's now your turn. Can I remain grappled with it, like to keep it pinned? You can attempt to pin it. So I'll hold, I'll hold my turn or whatever it is to make sure that this thing stays pinned and I'll team up with old mate. Yeah, so if you're it. doing an assist, in that circumstance, it just means that when it tries to escape, it has disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. that's what I would have assumed. That'll be your turn. All right, so now it's back to Corn Juan, who um, has just watched a big orc man come up and uh, big swing and a miss, and also a elf just looking at it that's taken a bit out of it um it's going to do a lovely move called uh free the corn um it's it's going to attempt to disengage from the situation um it has to roll to disengage um if successful uh it does not provoke an attack of opportunity but in this circumstance it's rolled in that one <laughs> so it's fucked <laughs> So it, as it's going to try and leave, and it's going to provoke two attack of opportunities, one from Navarth, one from Ugor. So, oh wait, no, Ugor's on his knees. On my knees. Mm, you're on your knees. That's that's no attack of opportunity, so just Navarth is getting the opportunity there. So, Navarth, please roll an attack with your sword. Do I get the bonus, or is it... You do get the bonus. I mean, it was going to, hit, not... it was going to hit regardless. It was a 14, yeah. so 18 with yeah. bonus. 18 with a bonus. So, uh, yep, so roll damage, please. My damage is three. <laughs> Three, all right. One it plus is, two. It is bloodied, but as attack of opportunity still works, it still gets to flee. It just means that it takes a hit on the way out. So it's bloodied. Again, if corn could be bloodied, it would be. So it's, it's fleeing. It's trying to get away. It's trying to run into the bushes if it can. It's now... Navarth, it's now your turn again. The close and personal way of going about it hasn't really worked out for me, so I'm going to go back to Soul String. I feel like it's I've let it down a few times now, or more so, it's let me down. So, gotta it's just sitting there like going, mm, gotta gotta get its shit back together. <laughs> so I pull Soul String back out and I roll for attack. Don't let me down. I get twelve. It's not enough. <laughs> Uh, you shoot big swing and a miss and uh, it takes off a leaf your arrow goes straight through catching a leaf don't fucking right next don't, to it. don't give me that pity bullshit <laughs> uh, okay so that's your turn um, Ugor you can spend half your movement getting back up but you're gonna need to try and chase it down and that's I don't think you have enough movement to get to it uh, I'm gonna throw a javelin after getting up yeeting a javelin All right. I'm gonna yeet uh, a javelin yeet the javelin Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... We're not having a good time oh. here. Fucking... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Range is not working out for us today. 
You you pull out you pull out your javelin with all the might of your strength. You yeet it, and as you yeet it, you just impale it three feet in front of you. You just arced it really hard, just straight into the ground. Oh. It's it's called douche. It's just wobbling. Can I still um? Can I move to pick it up? Picking it up requires an action. Okay. So it's half your movement. So you can move fifteen feet if you wanted to move. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. No worries. So that's your turn. Um, running back around is corn four. All right. Let's let's see if it will get out this time. So disadvantage. Sixteen. But it has to take the lower of the two. 16 or a four. All right. It's um it's gonna wiggle. It's not getting out though. It's now Boral. It's your turn. Now I will say this: if you've restrained it and you want to continue restraining it permanently, you need to kind of knock out the target. In order to knock out the target, you would have to do an unarmed strike on it. Um, and then uh, depending on how your roll is, I would let you know whether or not you have knocked it out. Again, it's corn though, so you don't know if you can knock it out. So it's up to you what you want to do in your turn. Um, how far away is this guy actually? Oh, much too far. I don't have a. I do have a crossbow. It's like an 80, um, 80 foot range. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely shoot at it. Oh, I'll go for a hit. Yeah, look at that twenty. Not a that, but you reload up your crossbow. Um, doesn't matter what your damage is going to be. It's it's gonna it's gonna kill it. That fucking crossbow bolt absolutely launches at that motherfucker. Square in the center of the cob and pins that motherfucker to the ground. Neither Navath or Ugor are ready for it either, and they just feel this, oh, yeah. this bolt just whiz just past their heads. <laughs> Almost in slow motion, you see it just come past, just spiraling as it just goes and just pins this corn down to the ground. And um, that corn, you did. All right, so what remains is this one that's pinned to the ground. So I would say in that instance, you stopped pinning it, but Falas is still pinning the one that's down. Yeah, he's still half grappled. your movement to stand back up and you fired a yep. shot. So you still have 15 movement if you wanted to. Just going to get in his way and get in front of his escape route. All right, Falas, your turn. So again, like I said, you can attempt yeah. to knock it out if you want to, um, but again, it depends well, if it can be knocked out. I don't think I'd be able to knock it out with my arm strike, so... I guess I'll try an intimidation check to fucking make it okay. stop moving. You can intimidate the corn. <laughs> All right. Uh, Damn. If I was gonna, I was gonna say I could shoot a ray of frost in the air to show that, like you know, I can do this at will. But I'll roll the intimidation. It's what you make yep. of it. Yep. Just to say that yeah. I'm intimidating by showing I can fucking freeze this bitch. I can freeze you. It's, it's yeah. Yes, it's corn for some reason. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Go roll for intimidation. Let's see if it if it does anything to it. Sixteen. Oh. That's a sixteen. Uh, as you oh. shoot your ray of frost up into the air, this corn just stops moving and is perfectly still. All right then. <laughs> it's shat itself. It's definitely shat itself. <laughs> it's now uh, the laugh. It's your turn. Get over there and help, you bitch. <laughs> so I just saw this ray of ice go up into the air. So I walk over like a. A big dick just slapping my cock on the counter. I don't know. <laughs> just come over here and I'm like, I'm going to knock this cunt out. <laughs> so I, I roll an unarmed strike. <sighs> Can I just fucking do something? <laughs> I roll a nine. And I'm, I'm going to say, cunt. I'm it's going to say on it's pin. on the ground. You have advantage. So roll another one. On the ground and intimidated. Yes. Right, you, it's definitely... At a disadvantage. Roll a fucking six! I can't I just can't fucking roll today! I can't I can't help you any more than the situation <laughs> we're in. Stand, you're trying, okay? I'm just useless today. So I got a nine. It's not enough. 
Not enough. It still has its armor class, technically. I just walk over and I'm just looking like I tried. <laughs> you take a swing and you punch the ground. All right, it's now Ugol's turn. I'm going to pick up my javelin that I threw. Yep. Um, and then I'm just going to walk as uh, as far as I can walk towards them. So you're all, you're all surrounded this bloody thing and it's on the ground. It's now its turn um, and it's going to do something um, that it doesn't like. Um, and it's going to do a thing called fizzle. Fizzle is essentially... The corn uh, realizes it's fucked. This is what I wrote, by the way. Um, and in this action is going to attempt to explode into popcorn. So it has to make a D20 roll. Everyone within a five feet radius oh, has great. to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. If unsuccessful, they take uh, full damage. If successful, they only take half damage. However, the corn may fail at fizzling in the first place. So I'm going to roll to see if it can fizzle. It cannot. That was a 10. So it starts shaking and acid starts pouring out of its uh, like corn head. Um, and then it just it stops. I say that didn't look very good. That could have been bad. That's its turn. It's now um, Boral. It's now your turn. Um, you get the sense that it's going to tr- probably try that again. Oh, I'm going to beat this motherfucker. You're just going to punch it? Oh, no, I'm going to swing it with uh, with my sword. So I put my crossbow away and pull Wouldn't up a short sword. Wouldn't you want to hit it with the hilt of your sword to knock it out? This thing's trying to kill me, bro. Yeah, but Fuck like, no. aren't we trying to capture it? To deal with it, maybe. I don't know. Man, what's it going to do? If it if it ain't talking now, it ain't going to talk later? It, it does have a point. It hasn't tried to speak. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't talking well, The yet. only one that would be pissed really is Grey, maybe a master or his master. Graded kill or capture. So I'm killing. But would we not want proof that we've dealt with them i've already swung i've, I've pulled 17 that's a 17 that's definitely gonna hit and i'll hit him for five okay uh, as you cut into it um and you deal five damage um you slap lacerate into it from where it's lacerated um just acid is just pouring out of its uh, body just straight onto the ground just yeah we're getting rid of this piss. thing piercing i roll a 10 nope that's not gonna be enough but it, i'm going to give you an advantage Come off it. That's, no, it's not going to hit. Um, at the one. edge of your blade, you see acid dropping off it, uh, your blade from where you've hit it. It's not eating into your blade, but you get the sense that you probably shouldn't leave it on that, on your blade for too long. Okay, okay. It is looking, it is looking bloodied though. It is, it is looking hurt. Um, all right, so that's your turn. It's now uh, for last. It's your turn. You just see, it just he's cut into it, into the middle of the stalk, and just like acid just bubbling out onto the ground. All right. I'll just fucking freeze it. Shooting ray of frost on a pinned down target that also is covered in rope. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, roll. What's it gonna do? Get up. <laughs> it's, well, it's tried that a couple of times to no avail. Fuck me. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's, it's an eight. It's an eight. It's an eight. Right. Advantage. Advantage. Please roll again. Natural twenty. <laughs> Whoa. That's, <laughs> that's double damage. Whatever you're going to do in terms of damage is gonna kill it. So don't worry. Um. Please tell me how you kill this piece of porn with your ray of frost. I'd like to think I'd point my finger down and just start uh, from the back. Like if it's feeder towards me and just go all the way up to the head. Just Remember in a straight you do line. have ro- rope wrapped around it. You could damage your rope. Oh, I'll aim where the... I'll, I'll aim for the head then with the um, the ray of frost. 
Okay, I'm gonna say that when, when you're doing it, you make a finger gun. My laser. You make a finger gun and just point it directly yeah. at its head and just pew, and just like a ray of frost just goes in, and just makes a hole straight through its head, freezing the outside of it. Yep, that's that's the corn dead. You've you've definitely killed all of that corn. Um, it's certainly all nice and dead. So we can now freely move. Um, okay, uh, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to move myself to grab the rope. Yep. yep. And then I'll move myself to go grab my crossbow. I'll collect my rope and the corn that I just froze, I'd like to grab it as proof. Just the head into your bag or something? Yeah, or just have it as a thing to like show that it's proof that we got the creatures. Sure. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll grab the one with my crossbow, actually. I'll pick that up as I'll a trophy, essentially. One Two arrows, three arrows, and I think there was a fourth. Yeah, the fourth is out in the bush somewhere. <laughs> one on the ground, two that you shot at it, one and whiffed. And yeah, and then there yeah, was one so over four. here as well, so four total. Four total. I'm going to pick up my four arrows. So who's injured? Does anyone Is anyone critically injured? It's all right. I'll, um, I'll, get, I'll get nature to pick me up. Don't worry, it's all right. All right, see yourself. Has nature even picked you up after the first one, bro? Yeah. I mean, I went to sleep and I woke up. Someone say nature kind of uh, fought back by having it be yeeted at you. (laughs) Um, Can I just heal him anyway so he doesn't die? You can if you wish. I'm just going to heal him. Navarre, for some reason, as as Ugor just walks up behind you with his hands, he just, like, touches the back (laughs) of you. You get the sense that nature is calling you. Just a sense of endowment and freedom from the wilds just comes into your soul, and then suddenly you realise that you're I'm you're feeling, actually back up to full feeling health. quite refreshed. Man, nature really do be coming through for me, guys. I if I really just Come felt here. really in, in line with nature just now. <laughs> stop running. Google's just walking around. You're like, stop, stop moving. At that moment, though, um, you hear a whistle in the distance, just a. And which grabs all of your attentions. Uh, there is a cave in the distance. You see a sentient corn uh, running in the direction and entering that cave. One sentient piece of gentlemen. Corn is, is there still anything alive. else we want to do here? Well, do we want to go into the cave and? and I think we've done what we're supposed final? to do. Well, well, Gray did say Gray did say to you that there is you know like four or five. You've killed four. Clearly, oh, a fifth one, one is alive. Yeah, we need to go into the cave. Yeah, we might as well go get it. When we've come this far, we might as well finalize it. So Gray ran off in this direction as well? He ran to the east. Okay, then. So the, the cave is to the northwest of here. You guys all head up. You walk through the brush up and towards the path that leads up towards the cave. Um, the cave is unlit and dark. Um, so as you enter the cave, there is there is no light you can perceivably see in here. You can see only the light shining in, which you can just see it's, you know, a stone cave yeah, with some stalactites and stalagmites, nothing too uh, fancy. I am pretty sure I can see in the dark. Don't I have night vision? Dark vision. This is the other thing I was about so to say. Dark vision <laughs> provides a 60-foot cone of vision around yourself. Um, in front of you, you can see that the cave, the ones with dark vision, um, the cave bends inwards and down slightly. Um, as far as you can perceive as you're entering the cave, that's all you see. Mm-hmm. So as you all progressively start walking into the cave. Yo, Falas, can you just like cast a fireball for us? Yeah, I can do one of those and I'll cast... Uh, <laughs> I'll cast light. <laughs> so you create a ball of light that appears in, in front of you or in your hands. What, what are you doing with it? Um, you know what? I'll walk up to 
uh, Navarth, and I'll put it on one of his arrows so he can uh, right, you know, have it knocked Ooh. and ready. Can, can I shoot my arrow? <laughs> you can shoot it too. <laughs> you can shoot it if that you want to, point. Do, but but remember, you got to get it and pick it back up. That's yeah. okay. I'm fine with this. I'm going to shoot my arrow into somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle of the cave. All right. So as you knock it back, I'm not going to make you roll for this. I'm just no, can I roll, play. please? I need, okay. I kind of need right. it for my ego. Right? Uh, all right. Uh, roll. 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 I rolled a, I rolled a 17. I got All it right. for my ego. Woo! I feel better. <laughs> well done. Well done. You've attacked nothing and you've just fired into <laughs> a bare distance. Um, as you fire in, uh, and you guys all progressed in, you're now completely in the darkness of the cave. Those with dark vision can see in front of them. Um, you fire the arrow in front and it just notches into the ground, uh, into a pool of something. You can't really tell what it is. Um, and uh, your light seems to be emitting. Next to that, the corn is lying face down. Uh, in the pool. Um, is this ass up? Uh, well, it's corn. Face down. How, how do you know? so that's you, the way you, I you like to fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dude, keep your horny to yourself. <laughs> keep yourself down, boy. <laughs> Calm down. I got a corn fetish. Don't worry about it. Oh, adding that to the list of uh, kinks you have. <laughs> Dragons, corn. Dragons, corn. I'm going to fuck that corn. Adding a list of things to never say again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, taken out of context in a podcast as well. Well done. You see at the end, there, there appears to be an end of the cave. It's just, just like an alcove that kind of comes around into like a circular area. And um, you see that there's a wall at the back. Um, and at the wall at the back, there seems to be just, just like a little ledge with like a lit candle. Who's at the front? Who's at the front of the four of you that are walking are you in front? Are you walking in line? All right. Navarth is walking in front. Navarth, roll me a d20. I got 11. Okay. That's fine. Um, that is enough. So, as you continue walking into this cave, you can see the end of it, and with your dark vision, you can definitely see the what appears to be lying down uh, corner on the ground, uh, and you see the flickering light at the end. Uh, all of you do actually. Um, you get within about you know thirty feet of it. You can all basically see it. As you do, you notice that each of one of you is stepping in a pool of something. You can't really tell it's liquidy, um, but it's not It's not the same as water. What happens at that very moment is the candle at the end of the cave goes out. And then, surrounding all of you, along the walls, uh, torch sconces, light up. Boof, boom, 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 all the way back towards the end of the cave and the way that you came from, and lights up the cave completely. What you don't realise is at this point in time, the entirety of the cave around you is covered in blood. Not corn blood, but red viscera blood. The pool beneath you of water that is about an inch high it is viscera of water. The corn is just floating lifeless in that. And at the back of the cave in, and the wall appears to be etched in, in blood, each of your names. That's giving me fucking chills, Jesus Christ. Can I use uh, my divine sense? You definitely may. With your divine sense, you detect that this entirety, this area that you are in, is giving you an overwhelming feel of evil. Just unbearable. And it, it kind of makes you feel very uneasy. All of you actually start to get the sensation in your chest and tightness. Of I'm fucking getting chills right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. As this happens, on the same wall where your names are, in blood continues to write just out of thin air. 
He who comes, he will remain. He who comes, remember his name. Ooh, an eerie finish to episode three. Please come back next time to episode four, where we pick right back off and see what that eerie feeling has left the boys in. What will they feel about the fact that their names are written on this wall? What will they do? What comes next? Find out on the next episode of Dingoes and Dimwits. See you then.